Joe Creed, Mark Foley, and your host, Connor Ryan. So uh, today we're talking about the Premier League. So Joe, who are the title challengers for this Premier League this year? Uh, I think the main title challengers are definitely Liverpool, Chelsea and Man City. For the rest of the top four, maybe like West Ham, United, t- Arsenal. I don't think Tottenham will. West Ham are actually looking good and I think they might be able to secure it. Uh, I agree with Joe, but I don't agree with uh, Man United getting top four. I say they'll get fifth because they had a terrible start to the season. I don't think they'll be able to bring back like last year's football. So, mm, nah, Man United for me will finish fifth. Arsenal could challenge for top four as well, but yeah, I agree with what Joe said apart from that. Yeah, I'm going to agree with that as well, Ruben. Salah, definitely. He's been looking really good and in like the first 10 games, like 10 goals or something like that, he's doing insane numbers and it's only going to go up. No one else is looking like they could do it other than him. Salah, for me as well, but you know, you've also got Jamie Vardy, Ronaldo, but like Salah's miles ahead. Salah's miles ahead, so So I agree. Do you think Chelsea will carry on to the Champions League? Yeah, yeah, most likely, yeah. Could be looking back to to win it again. This year, but you know, you know, you never know what happens because on their day they could lose. You know, it could just happen with every any football team. But yeah, Chelsea are probably one of the favourites coming in with PSG. I don't, I don't think PSG will. I, I, I don't, I don't think, think it either. They, like, they have the squad, but too many egos. Pochettino can't win. He can't win trophies. We've already seen it. He's bottled the Champions League before, and even with Messi, Mbappe, Neymar, they're just not going to be able to do it. I don't think. Yeah, he's just got bottling uh, with Tottenham for like seven years. Yeah, I'm going to have to agree with that. Uh, who do you think will win the Champions League and what? Like I said, Chelsea. Back to back. Yeah, obviously Chelsea. Chelsea. Yeah, Chelsea. Chelsea or Liverpool, yeah. Chelsea or Liverpool? Yeah. yeah. See, we've mixed opinions here. Uh, like, I'm just saying Liverpool could be up for that. I don't. I don't think Liverpool will. Like they have, they have a good team, good manager. Like they just don't have the squad depth that like, Chelsea have, and their defense is nowhere near as good yeah, as Chelsea's. Yeah. Like, like they, they're great. They're a great team. They're like, I think they might finish second in the Premier League, but I, I can't see them finishing out of Chelsea in the Premier League or Champions League. Mm-hmm. That's just my opinion, though. Ballon d'Or is next week. Mm, second, I'll give it to yeah. Messi again. Uh, Messi, Messi, yeah. Messi, if he was playing like he was for Barcelona at PSG, yeah, he just started. Just, he not, just started off given, badly at PSG. He's not given. No, it's not that. He's just not given the game time. Like he's he's barely played really. Yeah, and oh, like he's, he's, he's been good in the Champions League. Yeah, he's been good in the Champions League, but only one goal in league on the farmer. If you league. want Lewandowski to win, like you're just gonna you you like you're a Ronaldo fan. Oh, yeah. Most oh, I, like, oh, I feel like Lewandowski, he deserved it last year. I don't yeah, know he deserved it last year. Yeah. Uh, this year, uh, people saying Jorginho, as much as I'd love to see him win it, but I just can't see it happening. No, he's like, not he's, he's, that. He was integral for Chelsea and Italy to win the Euros and the Champions League, but he wasn't even Chelsea's best player. Like He wasn't our best midfielder. Kante was better, I think. I'll give the top three to Messi, Lewandowski, and probably like maybe Salah or Benzema. Yeah. 
Nah, Salah. Salah. Benzema, I don't know. Benzema. Nah, probably not Benzema. He, this, this season, Salah was is he's been insane, but I like I haven't. I don't really. Was he really good last season as well? Was he this good or not this good? No, he was. He was like normal, but Liverpool were in a bad state last year. If, if Salah continues his form on to like say next year, and for the whole next year, then I'd say he deserves it. Yeah. I, but I can agree with that. Who knows? Yeah. He'll win it. Uh, Ronaldo's definitely not in contention. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. He's like for United, he's, he's been good, but not. not the best. As well. Yeah, like his age is showing. Yeah, getting overhyped by United. In the, in the Champions League, though, he's been insane. He's, yeah. he's scored in every game in the Champions League. The Champions, like he owns the Champions League. Yeah. So, uh, did you say Messi would be your number one choice? I don't know. I don't know who my number one choice is. It's either Messi or Lewandowski. It's this year. It's, it's been a hard year to decide. I think because normally it's either Messi or Ronaldo, but. Messi will win it. I feel like Messi yeah, feel will win it. Yeah. But maybe Lewandowski just edges it for me. Uh, Ruben, why do you think Messi deserves the Ballon d'Or? I think Messi deserves it because he's been like on the same level as Lewandowski, but it's his first year winning an international trophy, and he also had a really good individual season with Barcelona, finishing top goal scorer, winning the Copa del Rey with a terrible Barcelona side, and. Like, n- nearly challenging for the league, but then falling out on the last few days because of Komen, their manager. But uh, that's why he wins it for me, and he's n- he's done okay at PSG, but that's uh, for me, that's why he wins it. Lewandowski hasn't won anything major with Bayern, so, or his country. Do you agree with him? Uh, yeah, but, like, I feel like, I don't know, Messi, like... I, I, I can I can see him winning it, but I don't know if he deserves it yeah. as much as Lewandowski. Yeah. To be honest, if you compa- if you compare international, Lewandowski went out in the group last, and yeah, but it's it's Messi not it's about individual. Won. It's not a team thing. It's an individual thing. Yeah, I know. Well, like yeah. I don't know. I, just, I don't know who's gonna win. I just, I, we'll see next week, recently. I guess. Uh haven't like, recently Lewandowski. Because Messi yeah, recently Lewandowski. he's not been as good. Scored a bicycle kick last night, yeah. Lewandowski. Messi, he scored his first goal for PSG in the weekend in League One, but yeah. When will? Uh, what room? What do you think about Xavi for Barcelona? Uh, Xavi, I say he'll be a good manager. He will be. I think he'll be better than Ole because Ole had like really bad experience for United, but um. But then Xavi, he doesn't have experience. He just. He, he played for guitar. like uh, yeah Al Said or some. some I, I feel like he might be like a Lampard kind of thing. Yeah, maybe. I, I think maybe I feel like he will be better, but he'll definitely be better than Coleman. Yeah, definitely be better than Coleman. I feel like he'll win them trophies, but um, I think like he's 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 really strict already, and Barcelona don't have much to spend. He's given he's been given ten million to spend in January. Yeah. He's already lined up some players, but uh, he's already signed Dani Alves. It's after hours at that glamorous night spot, and we're taking it easy, swapping personal experiences. Let's listen in America today. Life for the party. Podcast. I'm your host, Connor Ryan, with Mark Foley, Joe Creed, and Ruben Rowe. Today we're talking about controversies. Life for the party. Start off today, we were talking about the baby and being allowed to perform by the LGBT community. There's comments made. 
I agree with Molly. I agree. I feel like they do kind of have the power, but it's not always permanent. Like in a couple of years, like, I'm just gonna forget about it really. So it's just for like the year. Or so yeah, but I believe his remarks were bad, but uh, I don't believe they have yeah, the power. What to he said was wrong, but it, it I don't never believe lasts. they have the power to just allow him, disallow him to perform. Like, <laughs> it's a very good with him just after the controversy with Dave Chappelle. Yeah. I just don't think they have the power. Second up is uh, Fairy Tale New York and the use of the F word. Do you think it should not be on radios or do you think it should be blurred? I think on radios they should just maybe like blur it out or something. Like what they do for swear words in like most songs. Yeah. I don't think it's just like um, it's like not the worst words. I agree with Molly. But like, like I think they should probably like, maybe like take a vote or just ask him, like, would he be comfortable with uh, the use of it on the radio? He said that he wanted it on the radio because it's part of the character. Yeah. But like, it was a different time then, but now, like, they should keep it on the actual song, but on radio, it's maybe just edited out. If it goes, but if it's bad to you, then and it comes up on the radio, just turn the radio off or go to a different station. Not that hard. Yeah, I believe it's a timeless classic. Like it's one of my favorite Christmas songs, but uh, I think it should be on the radio. Like it's not really being derogatory to any groups. It's just use the word. Like it's not meant to be homophobic, but yeah. it could sound like that if you just hear it for the first time. I get where people are coming from, like, the use of the word might... Yeah, like, like it, people it, think it, it's okay to use yeah, the word, like... Yeah, and, like, it. some people might find it offensive, and yeah. like, it's, it's just up to, the, like, up to you, really. Yeah. If you don't so like it, turn it off. It's not like you can just... Switch station. ...make song no one can listen to this ever again. But then also, if, like, you're not comfortable with it, just you don't have to listen to it. Or yeah. just switch the station, or... Um, so, tie more into the music theme, uh, the controversy at Astroworld about uh, the deaths... Do you think he's responsible? Yeah. I, I don't think he's responsible. It's it was more the company who set it up. They they didn't really do that well. Like, he like is at fault some part, but mainly it's Live Nation who set it up the festival. No, That's I, what I believe. I believe that uh, Travis Scott should be accounted uh, responsible for it because uh, it was pretty much his show. Um, he could have stopped it any time if he wanted to. I agree, Molly. He. Yeah. Uh, I don't think he. I was, think he should be charged. Like he should be charged with either like a fine or a sentence. I don't know. He should be charged. You think he should be held responsible? Would yes. you think uh, a person's life is worth a fine? I mean, like he should. I mean, just a fine, maybe not like a sentence, but he definitely should be fine. Because like could have stopped it way earlier. I saw something. I don't know if this is true though, but like in his contract. Only the company was able to stop it, and he wasn't like able to. But I don't know if that was true or not. Bring it to court. There's like there's a lot of false information about it going around on both sides, so there's no way to know what's like actually real, like what 100% happened. Like only 
him, the company, really know what, what happened. That's what I mean. That's why someone, one of like uh, the families of uh, people who died should like bring them to court and then then we'll see what happens. Yeah, like, and a lot of people are just using it as a way to get money. Like, the security guards were one of the main reasons why this happened. They're bringing him to court. They're bringing the people who was mo mostly at fault at, like one of the main reasons why it's at fault, are bringing him to court. So a lot of people are just doing it just for money. I want to see what, and like, it, he's facing like over two billion worth of lawsuits. I'd say most of those people didn't even have anything happen to them, just like, like a couple of bruises and they're just trying to get some money for themselves. Now, I can understand the families of the people who were injured and people who were sent to hospital. I can understand that, but people just doing it for no reason. Yeah, yeah. Like it's That's not just fully Travis's fault. Like there's also, there's other, there's security guards, there's like, there's other things to blame, but like, yeah, when there, people there. try to take too much money out of it, then it just gets out of hand. Yeah, there's, there's videos of him trying to, well, no, what happens is, um, there's videos earlier in that day of just people just running through the barriers because there's just like one, one like security guard yeah. there, and then there's people like sprinting through like hundreds of people, and thousands of people. Um, they were supposed to like thousands of people are there who weren't even supposed to be there. Didn't have tickets, so it, like it's overcrowded. Not like it, the like it. Everything about it. it is just awful. Like it wasn't good. You knew there was gonna be like, management. mental amount of people. Like yeah. you need it. You need some good security for that. They didn't prepare properly with their security. Yeah. Yeah. I always heard that like most of the security there either like um, just left the job on the day or yeah. just didn't do anything else. And like something like the bunch of them are like a bunch of security guards were on drugs all of them, yeah. and they're just going there just like basically like a, a cheaper ticket almost. And like they're all like a lot of them were underqualified, just got hired like the day before over text from someone like, need, like you need a that's what i'm saying like you need a plan in advance like how many security guards you're gonna get you can't be like like i think he left a lot of them last minute like he needs to like set up like but more it, he wasn't security. the one who hired them it's a company like the, mo the most of the problems he were should from sue the, the company yeah. then he should sue the company oh it's like it's all confusing but he can't really see the company because then i don't know i have a question also, you um, in the past, uh, Travis has been accused of uh, signing violence and charged for it in his concerts and signing uh, riots. Do you think uh, he tried to incite this riot? No, there's no evidence of him like at the concert just saying, like, doing anything that's like inciting a riot. And a lot of them were just having like his fans kind of almost doing it. And all the time. Well, I mean, yeah, most people die from a mosh pit, which is like, uh, which he kind of made. There, that's every concert. Every, every concert. Like every concert you go to, there'd be like somewhat of a mosh bit if the music is yeah. like, kind of almost like party type stuff. The only like, concert you wouldn't expect is like, I don't know, like off person. You wouldn't expect it there. Like that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like if it's something like, the if you listen to his music, you're going to expect that. And like in his music, that's what he's like, yeah, like all about. people there, teenagers. Yeah, they're going just like for like the mosh bit kind of stuff. And to see their favorite artist or whatever. Well, I mean, like the Cardi, uh, Cardi uh, concert was like a lot safer. Like, uh, no one thought crazy. It's probably uh, like, different management, or whatever. And the thing is, like, company two weeks before in Houston, where Astrofest was, Playboy Cardi had a concert and it got shut down because people were breaking in. So that's what they should have done when that happened. They should have shut it down. Yeah, sure. And people tickets and like they had better security, better planned. 
It's like when the Travis Scott concert started going wrong, it just went worse. Like yeah. they should have stopped at the second something went wrong. Yeah, like they should have, but it's like it's the company. Yeah, they should have stopped it. Playwork already had a way better company at this, but like. Yeah. But also, uh, Travis's music, he has more uh, kind of a. I don't know, kind of fight music, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Playbook Hardy, a lot of his stuff. Like, his yeah. new album is literally all... Most, most of the like songs that. are chill, though, but, like, uh, most of... Tra all, nearly all of Travis's is just him uh, screaming, like... <laughs> oh, I'd start saying more opposite, like... Or, it's like, similar, kind of. Like, they're similar types. Yeah. yeah. <sighs> that will wrap it up. Thank you, yeah. guys. Thank, thank you. you. Yeah, thank you. Hello and welcome to Temple Carrick's podcast. Today's special guest is Miss Kyo talking about climate change. So Miss Kyo, what's the cause of climate change? <laughs> the, the cause of climate change, oh my God, there's so many uh, causes of climate change. I suppose the, the big one is uh, CO2 emissions. So we have, uh, the, the big problem at the moment is uh, global warming. So it's greenhouse gases and... The big one that I suppose affects us most is carbon dioxide and the release of carbon dioxide into the atmosphere. Just the massive increases in, in carbon dioxide emissions and that caused causes global warming. And so is there any proof that it wouldn't have happened anyway as the Earth's temperature naturally goes up and down? Uh, the Yeah, the, the temperature of the Earth, we do go into kind of uh, periods of, of warming and periods of cooling, but it's... Um, we're too early. We should be in a cooler, actually, period of time as it's cyclical. So we're out out of time, as it were. Uh, and there is a definite link now proven between greenhouse emissions and global warming. The, the increases in the amount of carbon dioxide being released on the planet has uh, is linked directly to the temperature which is greenhouse gases are causing uh, the temperatures of the planet to go up. So instead of a normal time, it's just sort of an uh, human induced. Yeah, it's it, there. There is <coughs> there. There was. I think the uh, fuel companies tried to discredit the idea of global warming by saying that maybe there was doubt and that it should be, you know, such as blame the volcanoes or, you know, this is quite normal. But this isn't normal. Um, it's it's not the volcanoes. Th this is this is us. It has now been proven that it ma this is a man-made problem. Yeah. Okay. Do you think our government is doing enough? Do I think our government is doing enough? I, I suppose all governments in the in the world um, could do more. Um, I think our government. It says the right things, but I'm not sure it actually is backed by enough action. If if I I take one example, for ex for example, uh, cars, uh, electric cars. If you if you take a country like Denmark, um, Denmark has taken all the tax off electric cars, so it's actually cheaper to buy a new electric car than it is to buy a diesel or a petrol car in Denmark. Whereas in Ireland, it is more expensive to buy an electric car than diesel or petrol. So I think really they need to put their uh, big boy pants on and they need to, you know, take the hit financially and make greener science or, or, or greener thing, things that are going to make a difference. They, they need to make them cheaper and then people will buy them. 
and then that's how we go forward with I think reducing our emissions. Do you think the Green Party being in the government's made a difference or not? I think I think of all the of uh, the, the the governments that we have say in the EU, I th- I think we're there. I think we are doing a bit. And yes, I do, I do think the Green Party has an influence, and I think our policies are changing and have changed from um, policies of previous governments. And I think we're definitely going in the right direction. But um, I suppose really, money makes the world go round, and you know. It's not. It's not that easy. It's. I suppose it's easy enough for me to say it, but I think the consequences are so stark that yeah, more could be done. Do you think that uh, biz- Irish businesses are like doing enough to sort of, you know, help uh, lower Ireland's uh, emission rate? Um, I think there there are a lot of companies are actually. Uh, I've I've seen a a, a good few. Um, Companies are have practically are, are striving for zero emissions, or you know they have so many green policies, and it, it's fantastic. But I still think money talks, and I, I think you know it's finances. Um, I think again businesses could do more. Um, I think you know we should be investing in things. If we're if we're looking at the building trade, um, that's probably going to be our next boom. Uh, we should be looking for all greenhouses. We should be looking for, you know, solar panels. We should be l- looking for, for for changes like that, structural changes that cost money but are better for uh, our future, a greener future. Uh, what do you think people should do, like people like us, to help uh, combat climate change? I th- I think the future is bright. I think that um, I see more activism. Uh, in the young people, I was just saying, actually the other day, that I see that the people that seem to be the most, um, kind of the loudest voices for climate change, seem to be the people over the age of probably, I don't know, 80. And the people that I see in my classroom, I, I think that the people who are 80 see the change. They, they see, they, they've lived their lives and they realise something needs to stop, something needs to change. And then there's you guys, the the young people. I think that you realise, actually, you know what? Things need to change because this is our future. I, I have confidence that the young people of today are the activists. The, I think you have, you know, you understand the problem and I think you will strive to find a solution. Do you think uh, COP26 will make a difference? Um, I'll try and be positive. It's um, let me see. I, doesn't will it make a difference? It will make a small difference. It could have been better. It should have been better. And I think with was it India and China and the coal? I I think that was a massive disappointment. Um, I think we've agreed to is it uh, sort of one and a half percent, a one and a half degree increase or two and a half degrees, uh, just the, the numbers we're talking about are so startling, you know, for the planet to change, you know, th- by that, by that, uh, by that degree is um, kind of shocking. So at least, uh, as I said, we're not talking about a four uh, degree, a, f- a four degree Celsius increase. It's, it's smaller. So if we've all agreed to that and we're all on the same page and we're fighting for it, all the governments together, yeah, it, it is positive, but I just think they could have done more. Um. So... 
with all the uh, rising uh, temperatures of the earth, uh, there's a lot more natural disasters happening that wouldn't have happened, you know, usually like floods and uh, droughts and, um, you know, things like that and wildfires. So how would we, you know, be able to cope as people? Like, how would you be able to get through these massive changes in environment and temperature? Um, I think that uh, mankind is extremely adaptable. Uh, I think perhaps there are places in the future we cannot live and places that maybe we're living in at the moment, areas that will become just too difficult to live the lives that people are living at the moment. So I think the one of the biggest problems we're going to have in the future, which is linked to climate change, is migration. Uh, it's all obviously you, you see on the news, I think, every day now with migrants trying to come into Europe. But the, the migration crisis it, it has a, a direct link to um, climate change because places in the world, like you say, that are, are now having extreme climate events, they are becoming unlivable and p- people want to move out. Do you think that eventually Ireland will end up having these extremes? Um, I think Ireland's climate, uh, our climate, um, I always think we're like, um, is it the Goldilocks? We're just never right. too hot and we're never too cold. We're just right. Uh, we have so many influences on our climate. Uh, the big one, obviously, the North Atlantic Drift and the North Atlantic Drift um, just keeps us a, a lot warmer in the winter than we would have been otherwise, you know, and it keeps us uh, a little bit cooler in the summertime. We, our climate will change, but usually for us, it'll become a, as our temperature increases, we'll become wetter. Mm-hmm. But I suppose extreme events, uh, you know, with I think for, for us, it's things like the Greenland ice cap melting that that then produces a lot of cold water, which is a land based ice, which will increase um, sea levels. So, you know, if, if that starts melting, that then increases sea levels. Um, cold water then into the um, North Atlantic is there any, will it cause any variation to the North Atlantic drift so nothing is ruled out but that would be extreme that that would be extreme but I suppose we're, we have a chance now we haven't quite reached the tipping point so I think we still have a chance to change that and no I, do I think Ireland will be as extreme as some of the other countries absolutely not, no our, our climate is as I said It's more like the Goldilocks climate. Okay. Do you think um, that we might be able to, you know, sort of reach the point that we were at before these mass changes in temperature? Like, we'll be able to get back to our, you know, cold, wet summers uh, like we usually had when, uh, you know, all of us were, you know, younger. The funny thing is uh, the amount of people that say that to me after uh, after a cold... A cold winter or a warm summer, people always say, oh, that's climate change. Actually, climate change, is, it, it actually takes 35 years. So um, I know I've been around for 35 years, but I'm not sure the most of the people here that I'm chatting to, ladies. But um, I think uh, we're in, we go into, as I said, cyclical periods um, in our lifetime. No, I think we're going to, we're, we're staying in a... a our climate is going to be unsettled. I think climate change is having a big impact and the impacts are usually over, you know, thousands of years or hundreds of thousands of years. It's it's not really short term. So we're not talking about, you know, uh, you know that we're, it's going to be fixed tomorrow. Absolutely not. So, w- 
So with all uh, of the climate change happening and uh, the um, all the differences we're trying to make and all the you know emissions we're trying to cut, do you think it's going to have uh, you know all the change we're trying to make? Do you think it'll have a positive or a negative on our economy? Um, I, I think it's positive. I think uh, once we have a difficulty, I think um, mankind and you know people in general they always find a way around it. Like this is a difficult time. I I think that you know, with more investment in science and technology, we, we can find around uh, a way around this and improve the environment for ourselves. Yeah. Okay. Well, thanks for listening, everyone. That's all for today.